Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johnson, and I have with me my uh, co-host, Dan Peisner, CMI. Hi, Dan. Hey there, Andy. I like to keep adding that CMI designation because it's a recent achievement. Yeah, that's a, a substantial achievement. So, Dan, um, this podcast, before we get into our topic for today, is for e-commerce businesses and who are trying to stay on top of the ever-changing landscape of sales tax. And uh, next week we'll be doing a, um, a CPE broadcast from some television studios in Dallas. And the, it's, it's being sent out to CPAs uh, who are looking for CPE credit, obviously. Um, and what we're going to be talking about to them is the, what we call the SALT moment. And um, just trying to make them aware. A lot of CPAs aren't aware of really what's going on uh, with Wayfair. And I've been trying to represent it as like a, a tsunami that is about to hit their clients and probably already has hit their clients. And um, you, know, you got to get on top of this. You got to surf that wave or you're going to get crushed by it. So um, that's what this particular podcast is to help just maybe CPAs, maybe not but businesses who are trying to stay ahead of that tsunami. And so, Dan, today we want to talk about the most recent development uh, in Connecticut. So tell us what's going on there for e-commerce businesses in Connecticut. Well, as of the 25th, Amazon has announced that in, in uh, light of Connecticut's new law, that they will be collecting and remitting on behalf of all of their sellers for the state of Connecticut. And uh, what They've, with this, they've released uh, some questions and answers. Uh, we've, we've been seeing the states getting better about this, answering a lot of the common questions that, that uh, the sellers have, uh, whereas you, you got very little information with the first states. We're seeing this stuff come out beforehand or, or on day one as these go live. In the case of Connecticut, what it means is, obviously, if you, if you are uh, if all of your sales are through Amazon, be it, uh, I believe it's FBA or FBM, those sales will now be reported. Uh, the, the tax will be directly remitted on your behalf to Connecticut by Amazon uh, as, so that you don't, you essentially do not have to worry. Uh, if you are, Connecticut's position on their registration is that you still have to be registered for a sales tax permit if you have nexus with Connecticut, which you, you likely will. And what you, what you can do, however, is you can apply for a, uh, what you can essentially apply for an annual filing frequency where you, you ask the state to let you just file one return a year. And you, and if, if all of your sales are, are through the so-called marketplace facilitators uh, of which Amazon is one, in the event that you have multiple channels and you're selling through Amazon, you're selling through your own website, you're selling through eBay, you're selling through Etsy, if you're selling through multiple channels and not all of them are facilitators, then what you do is you report all of your, the, the department has said you want to report all of your gross sales and then all of your marketplace sales just as, is resale, sales for resale, which will reduce your, your taxable sales down to only your, your non-facilitators items, which is where you will be collecting and remitting the tax. Okay. All that was uh, really complicated, Dan, and I am a, uh, a sales tax professional. So I'm just going to yeah. back up here a little bit because 
it sounds like if I just try to put myself in the shoes of an e-commerce business and all I do is sell through Amazon as, and fulfilled by Amazon, that my life in Connecticut for sales tax purposes just got a lot easier. Certainly. I uh, apologize for the, all of that technical speak. That's what the CMI does to me. Uh, but the, in, in practical terms, yes, it, just, it means it got a lot easier. It means Amazon's handling all that, that tough stuff for you. And it means that uh, all you have to do is just is uh, if you can apply for the, the annual filer, all you got to do is just fill in one return, which dollar sales are through Amazon. It's just going to be a zero dollar return every year. So my next question, there's a couple of points I don't want to forget. One, the second I want to bring up in a minute is, but it got, things got more complicated now if I sell through more than Amazon. They didn't get easier. But this is the solution that a lot of Amazon FBA sellers are clamoring for. And we're not against it. This whole idea that Amazon is the, like the seller of record and they should be collecting and remitting the tax on your behalf. It certainly has, it's, 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 got a, it's, it's got some logic to it. And if that's all you do is sell through Amazon, then in Connecticut at least, your, your life did get easier. But you said, you said, Dan, that you still have to file something in Connecticut even if you're just selling through Amazon. That's correct. You so what is that? What do you have to do? You have to, uh, you have, let's say, like we have clients right now who – all they do is sell through Amazon and Connecticut mm -hmm. is one of the states that they collect tax in where we're filing on their behalf now. Uh, what is our process for dealing with our clients who sell only through Amazon into Connecticut? What will we do about for, that? For our clients that, that meet all those thresholds, what we can do is, is log on to Connecticut's uh, online uh, tax website for, for taxpayers and actually write their write an email to their technical team that said it essentially says we only sell through Amazon we request annual filer status so rather than filing returns once a month or once a quarter you only got to file one sales tax return per year once that application is approved right correct yes what keeps us from just saying all right we if all I do is sell through Amazon, okay, that's the that's the criteria. Um, I'm just going to deregister in, in Connecticut. What for sales taxes? I'm just going to get out of Connecticut. What really is the downside of doing that? Well, the the downside of doing that is that it by filing a sales tax return in the state, even a zero return, you are creating a record, and the state. Can it can decide to audit that record at any time. If there, if you have filed a return, then there is what's known as a statute of limitations, and three years from the the date that that return is filed in most jurisdictions. And Connecticut, I'm not sure if that's a three or four year, but the the state's got three years to look into that. After which it's closed, it's out of bounds, and they generally cannot touch it. If you never file a return, then there is no statute of limitations, and the state could suddenly say. You know, I want you to file, you know, we want to look at your last seven or eight years of tax. And you say, well, but I'm, I'm only an, I'm an Amazon filer. I've only been, you know, I've, Amazon's been collecting all my tax. Great. 
let's see the record. Show me that. Show me that. Show me that you're not. I want to see your gross sales and I want to see your Amazon sales and see if they match. And you may be looking at seven, eight, nine years of records. I'm, some auditors may take you at your face value. That that's all that you do is sell through Amazon, but others uh, others could decide to be a pain in the neck. And it's and, just and then cleaner it, overall just to file that one return. Right, right. And who knows? You may uh, things may go so well for you that you end up selling through other channels. In which case, if you sell through, even through Walmart, what's Walmart going to do about this in Connecticut? Do we know? I'm not sure yet. I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, each state has a slightly different definition of facilitator. I'm not sure what Walmart's position is on that yet. Okay, so we don't know. Uh, so let's say you sell through uh, Amazon and Walmart. So Amazon has just said what they're going to do, and they've said you have to go uh, – We've said that uh, you got to go to the state of Connecticut and fill in this online form that says, all I do is sell through uh, Amazon. But if next month you decide, I'm going to add Walmart, and Walmart doesn't follow the exact same process, didn't your life just get a lot more complicated for sales tax? It did. It did. You've, you now have to split it. You now have to uh, – you still have to report – you're still supposed to report the Amazon sales on the return, but you have to report them as, as for resale. So you've got to do some data manipulation to, to get it to work right. Yeah. I mean, life didn't get easier for us or for our clients, unfortunately, except for the very small online sellers that all they do is Amazon, at least in Connecticut, things got better. Dan, I want to put you on the spot. So Connecticut is, now, uh, the last, the, the most recent state to say, or for Amazon to say, I'm gonna, we're going to collect tax in this state. What are the other five states that have already, Amazon has already agreed to be the tax collector for FBA sellers? Those other states are Washington as of January 1st, Pennsylvania, April 1st, Oklahoma, July 1st, uh, Minnesota, I believe September 1st, but it could have been October. And then November 1st, New Jersey. Very impressive, Dan, because I only had the list of states and you're throwing out the dates and all these dates are 2018. Correct. And uh, we've got one, another state that might come online soon. Yes. Uh, Alabama passed a law stating that facilitators are required to collect and remit as of January 1st, 2019. So far, ever since they agreed with Washington, Amazon has acquiesced to all of these. The only one I'm aware of they have not acquiesced to was Rhode Island, which I'm, I honestly don't know why, but they did opt to do just notice and reporting there instead. Uh, so I, I do anticipate they will, that they will join in Alabama, especially since it's the simplified seller's use in Alabama. So all Amazon has to do is collect and report 8%. All right, Dan, I'm going to go down your list, and I know we've talked about some of these other states in other episodes, but I am an Amazon FBA seller exclusively, and I'm looking to simplify my tax reporting life, sales tax reporting. Uh, in Washington, can I just get out of Washington and just let Amazon collect it for me? No, you cannot. Uh, Washington also has the B&O tax, 
most small sellers uh, are, are not going to end up paying it because of a credit, but the larger ones will. And even though you get the credit, you still have to file the return, unfortunately. So you will still be filing with the state of Washington. And usually monthly. Usually monthly. And the return's more complicated now because you have to put in your gross sales, take out the sales that Amazon collected, and it's a process. It's more complicated than it was before. That, that's very true. And you still have Nexus there. So if you sell uh, goods through any other channel, even though Amazon collects all your tax in Washington, uh, you would still have to collect tax on those other sales. Well, that's also true. But I started this by saying we're only Amazon sellers. So forget that last comment. How about mm-hmm. Pennsylvania? Can, so in Washington went to file monthly returns. Connecticut, if we file the right documents, uh, we might only have to file once per year. What about Pennsylvania? Can we get out of Pennsylvania? The official word is no. You're still supposed to be registered and filing the returns. Uh, I believe you just leave off any sales that are through a facilitator. Uh, however, I would recommend to clients that they uh, it should be a quarterly filing. Or I don't. I'm not sure if, if Pennsylvania does annually. I would file the zero returns because Pennsylvania has what's called a notice and reporting law. And if you don't, if you're not registered, you still have the notice and reporting to contend with. And Pennsylvania is that we have seen evidence that they are actively enforcing it. So a zero return is very good insurance against the $10,000 fine for notice and reporting. 10,000 for every incident, right? Minimum, I believe. Right. Right. Okay. So Pennsylvania is not necessarily any easier. How about Oklahoma? Oklahoma is taking the position that if all of your sales are through marketplace facilitators like Amazon, you do not need to be registered. Yahoo. Yahoo. I wonder where Oklahoma ranks on the typical FBA sellers up. You know, if you rank them in terms of how many sales you make to all your customers every month, I wonder where Oklahoma ranks. Probably not one. I, I would not imagine they're one of the larger ones. So n- at least we have a state. Oklahoma is pretty reasonable like that. Okay. Uh, you mentioned Minnesota. Can we get out of Minnesota? Minnesota. The official word from there is yes, you can. Same, under the same circumstances. All your sales are through Amazon. You do not need to be registered. Hey. Excellent. What about New Jersey? New Jersey cannot be that simple. New Jersey is not that simple. New Jersey's position is that you do have to be registered. However, if all of your sales are through a marketplace facilitator, there is actually a form you can file to become a non-filing taxpayer. You essentially are registered, but you don't have to actually file any sales tax returns. The NFT. I just made that up. Yeah. The, uh, so it, it's a little bit of a twist, and, but it's uh, again, it's while it, if you're if you're already filing uh, and you and you find yourself in this boat, we recommend filing that form so that you can get out of having to file any tax returns, unless you do open up that second channel. All right, all right. Well, uh, it is some good news for the. FBA seller, exclusive FBA seller in Connecticut. So I'm glad we could share that. Um, 
But for me, the overall message is every time government tries to make things simpler, assuming they are trying to make things simpler, but even nominally, if they're saying that's what they're doing, it actually never makes things simpler. And, and the, the mess that Wayfair has, has really created and continues to create uh, it only increases with time as more states jump on board, don't you think? I, I think so. I don't think the states are out to make it any simpler. That's not their job. That's not what they're paid to do. They're paid to find money. They're paid to find the revenue, and they're they're going to get it through whatever opportunities are available. All right, Dan. Thanks again for another uh, great uh, wisdom and um, technical knowledge uh, with some good wit, and we appreciate it for all of our ecom businesses out there and their advisors. So that concludes this week's episode of the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. We'll see you next week. My pleasure, Andy. Look forward to seeing you on TV in Dallas.